Welcome to season two of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Living Fullness Podcast. How are you, Stina? I am doing well. I'm a little on the tired side, but well. <laughs> What's had you tired? Just lots of stuff happening. I thought I was going to rest. I thought this was the time where things slowed down. No. <laughs> no. Things are just amping back up again. December 26th. <laughs> that's when, that's when that's the rest when the rest begins. The I rest see. Begins. I see. Yeah. 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 Christmas parties, like it's happening everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christmas parties everywhere, indeed. Yeah, like work Christmas parties. Yeah, oh, right, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Those yeah, parties. Yeah. Yes, no, well, uh, similarly, uh, we had a combined church's Christmas concert oh, just really? recently. We're like, yeah, yeah. Concert. <laughs> <laughs> to sing some stuff. And <laughs> that was like 20% excitement. What was that? <laughs> oh, it was just, it's, it's, after a little while, it's like, oh, can we not? Because, <laughs> oh. I mean, you're asking me to sing, and outside of liturgy, I just, I, I have, a, I have a particular voice, Stina. I have a particular voice. Yeah. I, and you get me to chant for stuff, I can chant to their heart's yeah. content, right? But if you're asking me to sing a song, song, song. Like I a just, Jingle Bells. Like, like a Jingle Bells or a happy song. I'm just, my voice isn't suited to it and it's just, yeah. ah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, anyway. Fair so, enough. but look, we went ahead, we did it. I sucked it up and, and just did it. And um, Good for you. And yeah, yeah. So, hurrah. Um, and, uh, so we're talking about, uh, joy and love in Advent. Yeah. Cause we are now up to the final week. We've kind of had to push these two together to yeah, be yeah. able to get through both of them before we get to the Christmas episode. Yeah. 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 yeah so right, right. yeah. Joy, love and joy. So in this third week, so we'll go through the third and the fourth week. So in this third week, we, um, when you're right, lighting the Christmas wreath, you'll notice it's a different colour. Instead of the violet, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get your pink. No, 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 no. We don't have pink. We don't I have I had pink. to. Fine, I'm, fine, I'm standing fine. here with my, I'm sitting here with my <laughs> hands on my hips, most indignant about the whole thing. Uh, well, oh. well, um, uh, it's 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 rose. rose. It's okay, rose. It's rose. We light the rose candle. <laughs> oh dear. So yes, we get. It's a different color at the very least. It's very very distinct. You can't miss it. Um, so we light the rose candle to symbolize joy. Um, and this is also known as I can't pronounce it's Gaudate Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, which also is meant to remind us of joy. And the, particularly the joy that was experienced at the birth of Christ um, as well. So I guess this is a good place to also consider we're at the midpoint. Mm. Like at this point, we're at the midpoint mm. of Advent. So like anticipation is getting that little bit more uh, amped up, a little bit more excited, a little bit closer. Um, so things are getting – things are just getting a little um, – I don't know, intense. Yeah, 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 good word. Good <laughs> a, word. a little more intense as we get closer and closer. Mm. So this is also a great week to 
bring a couple of things in mind. One is to bring to mind the way the shepherds went to Bethlehem with anticipation. Um, you know, the way that they knew um, the one that they've been waiting for is here, like come and see. Um, mm. Mm. But also another point that brings that comes to mind for me is uh, Mary's cousin Elizabeth mm. because we know at this point Elizabeth's already given birth to John several yes. months ahead of time and we know Elizabeth knows that Mary's with child. We know that from the encounter that she's had with Mary mm. um, months earlier and – I can imagine that Elizabeth would have been counting down the months, you know, okay, nine months from now we will we'll have the Messiah will be here. The yeah. one we've been waiting for will be here. So I can imagine that even though Elizabeth isn't here, uh, as in isn't present mm. at the birth of Christ, I can imagine that her heart would have wanted to. Oh, sure. She would have wanted to be by yeah. Mary's side. Yeah. She would have wanted to be there. But also in that same anticipation from a distance, just wondering like, how how has this come about? Where is Mary? Is yeah. she okay? Yeah. Um, you know, knowing that Joseph's by her side, yeah. so yeah. You know, he's going to take good care of her. And 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 somehow, despite whatever concern might sit in there, the hearts of Mary and Elizabeth yes. are united by the joy they share. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because they're both focused on who is about to be born, awesome. or who at this point. Um, is is you know well Mary Elizabeth doesn't know <laughs> Jesus is born yet but sure you know. sure yeah absolutely uh, so how can we practice joy well spiritually we can place our trust a bit similar to last time to last episode we can place our trust in God uh, knowing that 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 all is done and allowed for our good and that should actually make us feel joyful knowing the difference between true joy which comes from a relationship with God and fleeting happiness due to moments and events. And one of the ways that I like to look at joy is um, an acronym that I learned from a parish priest that I had way, way ago, Father Peter Murphy, our vicar general here in the the, 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 the Boga Diocese. He talks about joy as Jesus, others, yourself. Uh, and he says, Jesus comes first when we recognize that what matters most in our lives is our relationship with Jesus because Jesus orients us uh, towards himself, he makes us like himself, and because he makes us like him, like himself, he orients us towards a loving service of others. Uh, experiencing that fulfilling love from him makes us want to share that fulfilling love with others mm-hmm. so that we become sort of like a face of Christ, if you will. Mm. Uh, and uh, and so uh, uh, as we... we uh, we serve others. We also have to remember that we're serving others as as we love ourselves, right? That that we recognise that we're made in the image and likeness of God, and so I have to treat myself in a, in, in in a way that 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 reflects that 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 true reality, so that I can actually be present for others mm. and truly be another Christ. So I think joy in this way, Jesus, others, yourself, mm. it kind of covers the gambit of what joy <laughs> is. That the source of it is Jesus that it leads us to union with others and that it always assists us in remembering that we ourselves are made in the image and likeness of God, that we might always be uh, ready as a child of God to serve others. Mm. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um. I guess um, mentally to also consider 
and look for ways to find joy in other people's successes mm. and in other people's happiness. It's that whole, uh, I don't know who said it, but it's the quote that was quite popular a few years ago, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. Mm. You know, while ever we're comparing and putting one person or another thing above somebody else, we're making a judgment call. We're, we're not just comparing because we're checking the price tags to see which one we're going to purchase. Um, we're actually making some sort of a, a, a judgment of, of that particular person mm. if we're comparing mm. ourselves to them. And that doesn't actually leave us feeling joyful. <laughs> no, no. In fact, it kind of is comparing a price tag. It, it, it kind of is imposing a price on ourselves and a price on somebody else mm. uh, from, from a, 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 a kind of a, a, a self-centred or narcissistic kind of perspective and going, well, uh, you know, I am better than this person or this person is better than me because, you know, X, Y, Z. Uh, and, and that's, that's just, not, it's, it's just not conducive to joy. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. It doesn't yeah. help. It doesn't because either way, someone's always going to end up on the bottom. So if we're the person that we deem to be less than whoever that other person is, well, that's not going to make us feel great. Because no, no. <laughs> we've just, you know, made ourselves feel worse yeah, yeah. by comparing ourselves to this person that we feel has whatever traits or talents or whatever that we're comparing ourselves to. Mm. But in the same way, if we compare ourselves to them and decide they're on the bottom – well, that in itself shouldn't make us feel joyful either. It's not great to consider that whoever this other person is is somehow beneath us yeah, in yeah, some way. Yeah. That's not the way joy no, exactly. works either. Exactly. That just produces a, a kind of self-centeredness, which is, which is yeah. exactly the opposite of joy. Yeah, so. which is actually sad. Yeah, like that, of course it That is. would be an appropriate emotion to That's have right. That's right. is sadness. Um, so avoiding that comparison then, what do we put in place of that comparison? Look for things that are good about that person focus on the things that are good about them that you value about them that don't take away anything from you yeah they add to your life yeah. because they're part of your life awesome awesome the third way is as is, is if you're sensing a pattern here there is uh, a, a a tactile way of, of practicing joy um and and look that is be wholeheartedly present to to, to the moment before us um Pay attention to what we're sensing, how we feel about it, and having gratitude for those senses, having gratitude for, for the experiences that we have, um, you know, and, and engage the senses that bring us joy. God's made us all differently, and so different senses will often bring us, you know, different different levels of, of, of or bring us into a, a deeper um, kind of relationship with God. Um, so, you know, if, if seeing something beautiful... Uh, or something edifying makes you joyful, makes you sort of connect with the glory of God and 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 seek to serve others. Then then invest in artwork, you know, invest in in, in edifying architecture or you know whatever you can. Um, and and if if smell brings you joy, um, get some candles or some incense. And this is this is true, uh, you know, even liturgically. Uh, you know, liturgical worship engages all of our senses, and it engages those senses of touch and smell, and 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 sort of uh, leads us to to a to a more fuller participation in the 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 beauty that is that is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, uh, 
be present to the moment that, that, that you're in. And I know, again, that can sometimes sound a little bit new agey, you know, be present to the moment, uh, sort of like a mindfulness sort of stuff. I, I don't think that's that's what we're trying to say here. I think what we're talking about and being present uh, to, to, to the moment that we're in is to recognise that that every moment is every moment that God gives to us is an opportunity uh, to love Him, to serve others, and one of the ways that we experience, one of the fundamental ways that we as human beings experience both the love of God and also the possibility of loving Him and loving our neighbour and serving them both, is through our senses. Uh, and so we need to be aware of what's going on in our own lives through our own senses, so that we can actually seize the moment uh, and 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 seize that 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 possibility of of feeling, understanding, and 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 sharing joy. Mm, yeah, this is the mo- This moment is the only moment that we've been given. Like we don't know what exactly. the next moment is going to be. Exactly. So part of embracing this moment is activating all those senses. Yeah. Yeah to really pay attention to what's going on, which exactly. is, you know, all those tactile yeah. um, tips and suggestions that you're giving, that's that's what they're, they're about. They're about activating mm. those senses mm. to lead towards something. Most certainly. What about the fourth week of Advent? Mm, so fourth week of Advent, we are lighting the final violet candle. And this is the candle of love. You know, this is a the final week of praying for, preparing for this particular anticipated moment of Christmas Eve that we've we've all been waiting for the birth of the savior and it's a moment to recognize well hang on why why does God go and do all of this why would he go and send his only begotten son down to earth for us why would he do that well he does that because he loves us like that's what this week is really about it's not just about the fact that we Um, yes we needed a messiah and yes we need to prepare for that we have hope and we have faith and we have joy and we have peace but above all of that we have love of god that's where all of those other things come from is from the love of god for god so loved the world that he gave his only son so that all who believe in him might not perish but have eternal life Mm. yeah Mm. yeah so how do we live love (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) There's yeah. a question. Uh, I don't Is think it? we're gonna. Uh, not that we've. Not that we've gone to the depths of of, of any of these um, no. uh, these particular particular things. But I can guarantee you yeah. that we won't get to the depths of, but that's, of this question either. That, I think that's the search for everyone's exactly meaning of life. Like exactly. that's that's what we're all looking for. Is how do we live this do we love? Live exactly. Exactly. So. I think firstly we can we can assess the ordering of 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 our loves like. You know, are we in a relationship with God, and how do I approach that relationship? Like, I think sometimes we look at at, at God as a bit of a genie or a vending machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so uh, uh, you know, I'd like uh, patience uh, for this particular moment. Uh, you know, I put my prayer in, and now I get the patience out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, it doesn't doesn't work that way, right? Yeah. You know, God isn't a vending machine. He isn't a he isn't a a, a genie. Um, you know, it's 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 a loving relationship with God is just that. It's a it's a relationship. It's a all relationship begins the same way. It begins with dialogue. Mm. It begins with conversation. Having a conversation with God. The beautiful thing is that we're not the ones to initiate this conversation. Yeah. God is the one who has initiated this conversation. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, we 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 actually 
to to really kind of order our, our love with God, we first just have to realize, look, God has called us to himself. He loves us. He's called us to himself. And and it's up to us to then respond to that, mm. uh, to respond to that call, to, to reciprocate in prayer, to reciprocate that conversation, uh, to to worship our Lord and our God in a liturgical way, uh, and and to worship him also in the order of our lives, right? In the way that we live our lives and the way that we speak to him, all of this is is, is well rendered worship. Mm. Um, so, um, and 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 I think very importantly, we need to ask God to teach us how to love. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the 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 all the great saints seem to agree the best school of love is the cross. Yeah, you know that's. That's where we learn really how to love. Mm. And so we ought to ask the Lord, Lord, you've called me into a loving relationship with yourself. So would you please teach me how to love like you yeah. love? And, and, and right there, I mean, that's a lifelong, it's yep. a lifelong lesson. Yep. But it's a, oh, what a lesson. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Mentally starting with asking, you know, how do we love the gift of our lives and the design that we've been made, like the way that God's designed us to be? Do we actually appreciate the different aspects of who we are, uh, how we tick, how we move in the world, how we look, how we act? You know, are there, are there things that are innate to who we are, the preferences that we have that we can actually look at and go, okay, you know what, that's something to be grateful for. That's how God wanted me to be. We make, may make choices that aren't so great, yeah. And that's not necessarily the design <laughs> that was given to us. No. But, you know, we make we make poor choices, but we can also make better choices. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to see the difference in that and also being able to recognise that we all have a standard mm. for love, whether mm. we've been able to verbalise what that standard looks like or not, we all operate by a certain standard. Yeah. We all yeah. have certain ideas about what love should look like. Mm. That's how we live and move through the world so whatever standard of love that we actually hold for ourselves becomes the default standard that we hold in in the way that we love another person Mm. Mm. and I think we can quickly look at that and go that's not true (laughs) (laughs) I can I'm you know I can say to myself I'm really harsh with myself but I wouldn't be harsh with somebody else well maybe not when you're very patient Mm. but what happens when you're not so patient yeah. What happens? A default comes out because yeah. that's the place that we operate from. That's right. That's, you know, that we'd like to think that we can work in a different way, but it's just not the way that human beings are wired. And, and, and look, generally, my, my, my own experience tells me that being hard on myself, I may not necessarily be hard on others in my words and actions, but that doesn't mean that I'm not being hard on others in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a way that we're, we're called to love. We're called to love with our minds as well as every mm-hmm. other part of us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so just because I'm not expressing it that way doesn't mean it's not actually happening as a as a psychological event. Yeah, you know? and yeah. it's a good thing that it's not coming out in word oh, or action. For sure, for sure. But it also isn't. It's an incongruent thing if yes. it's happening internally, but it's not coming out externally. Because yeah. whatever happens on the inside, the good things that happens on the inside should come out. Yeah. So if there's a block yeah. there preventing good things from coming out. We're recognising that, hey, I need a filter. Yes, because yes. I'm not yes. so great in this area. Well, actually, let's work on that area. Let's work on that area. Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. 
And also recognizing that, you know, the assumption behind love one another as I have loved you is that we actually first need to be open to be loved by God mm. before we can truly love yeah. another the way that they deserve to be loved. Absolutely. So that means all those places that we don't want God to walk into, all those vulnerable, wounded, hurt, broken spaces, we have to let him in. Yeah. Because if we don't, one, we don't heal. <laughs> Our relationship with God isn't as strong as he wants it to be, but we don't get to love other people the way they deserve to be loved. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and so finally then, a uh, tactile way of, of living out uh, love. We can do a few different things. So firstly, we can put up reminders and create new habits, right? So... Um, uh, you know, I, I can something as simple as a post-it note. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, it says it mm-hmm. says, "Be open." You know, uh, mm-hmm. something like that to say, "Look, be open to 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 the new life that God is that, that that God is wanting to give you. Be open to the new experience that God's putting in front of you. Be open to the new possibility that God is opening to you." Yeah. Uh, you know, and and, yeah. and 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 most importantly, be open to the love of God in all of these circumstances. Mm-hmm. Because so often I think God wants to show us his love, but we're sometimes too frightened to walk through a door that he's opened for us because it's a, it's an uncomfortable door. It's a door that frightens us a little bit. It's a door that pushes us outside of our comfort zone because that's what God's always doing. God <laughs> is always calling us out of our comfort zones, closer to himself. Yeah, Because that's where uh, growth and expansion happens. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, and, and look, Mary's a perfect example of this so you know she opens herself to conceive jesus by the holy spirit uh and and in doing so um you know the 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 door of persecution suspicion uh you know vulnerability all these doors open up uh and and at any point she could have been like uh (laughs) uh, do you know what i I think i think i might have made a mistake (laughs) can we can can we undo this please Mm -hmm. but no no at no point did she do that instead what does she do? Perfectly walks with Jesus, through, with, with, with the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, through these really difficult doors, these difficult challenges that are ahead. Uh, because she had a constantly tactile reminder. That constantly tactile reminder was the babe in her womb conceived by the Holy Spirit and a good man next to her, a man just and good in Joseph, uh, who was there to protect and lead her. Uh, and and so it's, it's you know... Um, uh, we, we, we sometimes need those tactile reminders, as simple as a post-it note or a note on a calendar, be open to the goodness and the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that is the end of the episodes for Advent. Yeah. We're, yeah. At, the en- we're at the end of Advent. The end of Advent. Next episode is a... Christmas! Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep, yep, which is awesome. We're like almost at the end of the podcasting season. Yeah, yeah. Almost at the end of the year. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep, crazy good. Crazy good. Crazy good. So what about a truth, beauty, and goodness as we end this episode? Well, I've just been on retreat. Cool. Yeah, yep. End of year retreat. End of year retreat. Nice. So went to Urana. And had my retreat there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very nice. Yeah. Very lovely. Just an opportunity to switch off and to be with the Lord for a while. And yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. How about yourself? I need that. Uh, for me, it's an Advent book that I and a few other people have been working through and the team have been working through. It's the new one that's come out by Sister Miriam Heidland mm-hmm. from the States. It's called Behold, a guided Advent journal and prayer and meditation. So that's been my... I've been doing a few of those over the last few years. Great. They've been great little reflections to be able to read, some things to think about uh, and really break open your heart. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of that episode. Yeah. We will catch you next week at our Christmas episode. Yes. Looking forward to it. But until then, know of our love and prayers. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode, there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone? Perhaps it will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. That will also help others to find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook. Facebook.